0: week's podcast, and for this week, we'll be going over PCR, or polymerase chain reactions. Now, let's get started. Recently, you may have heard a lot about PCR and PCR testing, but what is it exactly? Polymerase chain reaction, or PCR, is a fast and inexpensive way to make many copies of a small segment of DNA. It's also sometimes referred to as molecular photocopying. But why do we need many copies of a sequence of DNA? Scientists need significant amounts of DNA for their experimenting in labs. It's nearly impossible to study just a sequence of DNA without PCR amplification. PCR is the most common technique that is used in labs for gene therapy, insects, and infectious diseases. But you probably are wondering who invented the polymerase chain reaction. Kary Banks Mollis was an American biochemist who invented the PCR technique in 1983. He shared the Nobel Prize in chemistry with Michael Smith in 1993 because of his invention. He sadly passed away on August 7th, 2019, at the age of 74. Now, before looking at the PCR procedure, let's quickly review the DNA structure. As you know, DNA is a double helix, meaning it's composed of two polynucleotide chains that wind around each other. Now, let's refresh about nucleotides. Nucleotides are organic molecules consisting of a sugar and phosphate backbone and a nitrogen-containing base. Attached to each DNA sugar is either of the four nitrogen-containing bases. The four bases are called adenine, otherwise known as A, cytosine, C, guanine, G, and thymine, T. These nitrogenous bases between the two strands are held together by hydrogen bonds. Each base pair has a specific partner that it pairs up with. Adenine pairs up with thymine, and guanine pairs up with cytosine. The hydrogen bond is a weak bond compared to the covalent bond, and that plays an important role in unzipping the two DNA strands. Now, you might ask, how DNA has a stable structure if hydrogen bonds between the two strands is a weak bond. And to answer that question, DNA contains a large amount of hydrogen bonds between its two strands. We can say millions of these hydrogen bonds. And this cumulative effect contributes to its stable structure. Now that we reviewed the DNA structure, let's go back to the PCR procedures. The PCR process has three basic steps, step one is the denaturation step, step two is annealing step, and step three is extension or elongation step. Now during the denaturation step, or the first step, DNA needs to be unwinded because the template strands cannot be replicated if they are bound together. For this process, the hydrogen bonds between the nitrogenous bases are broken down by heat around 95 to 100 degrees Celsius. This high heat breaks the hydrogen bonds and releases single-stranded DNA so that it can be used as a template. Now, during the next step, annealing, the sample is cooled so that the primer attaches to the DNA template. A primer is a short single strand of DNA sequence, usually 18 to 24 base pairs in length. Two primers are needed for each single strand of DNA that was released during the denaturation process. But what do these primers do? The enzyme that synthesizes DNA called DNA polymerase can only attach new DNA nucleotides to an existing strand of nucleotides. So, the primer is needed as a starting point for DNA synthesis. It defines the region of DNA that needs to be amplified. The final step in PCR process is extension or elongation. This is when the DNA synthesis happens. DNA polymerase attaches to the primers and makes a copy of each template strand. Now, typically, The DNA polymerase used in PCR is TAC polymerase. At the completion of this step, one cycle is completed. Now, for the second cycle, the three steps, denaturation, annealing, and elongation repeat again. But this time, there will be twice as many DNA templates, four single strands comparing to the beginning of the first cycle, which we had two single strands of DNA. Now, during the recent pandemic, you may have heard a lot about PCR tests. PCR tests is performed to detect genetic material from a virus. Now, let's learn more about viruses. Viruses are considered non-living complex molecules because they rely on living cells for their growth and multiplication. A virus is a parasite that cannot produce by itself. Viruses are grouped according to their genetic material, DNA or RNA. The coronavirus is a single-stranded RNA virus, but PCR process works only on DNA. So how do they use a PCR test to test the existence of the coronavirus? PCR only works on DNA, and the COVID-19 virus uses RNA as its genetic code. Actually, the test used to detect the existence of the coronavirus is called RT-PCR, which stands for Reverse Transcription Polymerase Chain Reaction. Here's how the RT-PCR test works. According to Discovery's Edge, Mayo Clinic Research Magazine, published on March 27, 2020, after collecting the upper respiratory specimen by a swab from a person's nose or mouth, the sample is sent to the lab. Now at the lab, the sample is processed, so RNA is isolated and collected. Everything else is removed. The RNA is mixed with other ingredients, such as enzymes, such as DNA polymerase and reverse transcriptase. And also nucleotides and primers that recognize and bind to SARS-CoV-2 are added. Then the viral RNA is converted to DNA copy and that single copy is then converted into millions of copies using PCR that can easily be detected. Now let's learn more about the reverse transcription process. When we talk about normal transcription process, we refer to the synthesis of RNA from DNA. Reverse transcription is when this process is reversed. Now, this idea was not very popular at first as it contradicted the idea of the central dogma in biology. In reverse transcription, an enzyme in reverse transcriptase is responsible for converting RNA into complementary DNA, or cDNA. So now let's summarize. The polymerase chain reaction is a technique used by scientists in labs to produce copies of a specific DNA sequence. The PCR process has three basic steps. Denaturation, or unwinding of DNA strand, annealing, or attaching of the primer to DNA templates, and elongation, DNA synthesis by DNA polymerase, typically TAC polymerase. Now that summarizes everything we learned today. I hope you enjoyed learning about PCR. See you next time.